the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And as Jesus hung on the cross between two criminals, Luke 23 tells us one of the criminals who were hanged railed at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. The criminal on the cross got it. How about you? Have you gotten it? Welcome to the third installment broadcast in our Easter week series here on Verse by Verse. I'm Mike Trout, and our teacher is the senior pastor at Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, Leighton Sheely. If you were with us yesterday and Monday, then you know that he has been taking a rather unorthodox approach to his study, venturing into scripture passages which are not often associated with Easter. An unusual approach for an unusual Easter. Some people believe that the Bible is just merely a history book. But we're reminded that a history book is someone in the future writing about something in the past. And the Bible is much more than a history book because it also contains someone in the past writing about something in the future with great precision and detail. Only God can know the future with such great precision and detail. The Bible is much more than a mere history book. It is the Word of God. And one of the reasons that God gave us His Word was to point to Jesus. A sign. We talked about a sign. A sign points the way so that you know where to look and when you have arrived. In the New Testament, the Old Testament prophecies are sometimes referred to as signs because they point to Jesus. God wanted us to know when His Savior had come into the world, and He did so by describing details about Jesus' life, ministry, death, and resurrection that Jesus and Jesus alone fulfilled. God was saying, look here, listen to him. The angel said the child was to be named Jesus, for he would save his people from their sins. The New Testament name Jesus is the Old Testament name Joshua, which means Jehovah saves or God saves. Jesus was God incarnate. The word incarnate means in the flesh. Jesus was God in the flesh. And he saved us from our sin. He saved us from separation from God because Isaiah 59.2 says it's our sin that has separated from us from God. He saved us from the wrath of God and He saved us from eternal death. He saved us through His death and resurrection. It was an event that changed the future for the better. Now, sometimes we dig into the books of the Bible, we study it in depth, verse by verse, and that's a good thing. But sometimes it's good for us to step back and see the bigger picture. Because when we do that, then our study of the detail makes greater uh, understanding and clarity. When we're studying a passage verse by verse, I like to not have slides because I want you to open your Bible and I want you to read it. But sometimes when we're going back and we're looking at a bigger picture, we're going all through the Bible... And so I provide the slides so you can get the references uh, and not be distracted by trying to find the page. So I want to invite you to go ahead and note these passages that I'm going to be giving you today on the slides. uh, And then something that maybe is a reminder about that particular passage uh, for your notes. Well, 
what is the bigger picture? And I'd like to propose for your consideration that the New Testament is about the kingdom of heaven. It's about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, those titles are used interchangeably in Scripture. That Jesus' death and resurrection announced the coming of a replacement for the kingdom of darkness, disease, violence, and death that exists now, the kingdom of Satan. The message theme of the New Testament is repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. John the Baptist was sent to prepare the way for Jesus. And scripture describes his message thus in Matthew chapter 3 verse 1. Now in those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It summarizes what John the Baptist's preaching was about. It's about the kingdom of heaven. Now, not only was John the Baptist preaching about the kingdom of heaven, but so was Jesus. In Matthew 4, 17, it says, from that time, Jesus began to preach and say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The Sermon on the Mount has often been called the manifesto of the king, describing his kingdom. And listen to how Jesus begins the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5. Seeing the crowds, he went up to the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. It's the first thing out of the mouth of Jesus in his sermon. It has to do with the kingdom of heaven. If you keep reading, you'll find additional references through the, for, throughout the sermon. Verse 4 says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. And listen to verse 10. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sakes, sake, for theirs is, what? The kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven. It's woven throughout the Sermon on the Mount. Verse 17, do not think that I've come to abolish the law of the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. I tell you the truth until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Anyone who breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. Chapter 6 continues. Verse 19, 619, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Verse 31, therefore do not be anxious saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear for the Gentiles seek after these things. And your heavenly father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. You know, Christians often forget the fact that the kingdom of God was prominent in Jesus' thinking and preaching. That the kingdom is what we're commanded to seek first. And if it's not our priority, then our values are skewed. That we should be thinking about the kingdom every day, in every way. And particularly when we pray. Remember the Lord's Prayer. Matthew 6, verse 9, pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. 
your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Sadly, the average Christian today doesn't have a clear concept of this kingdom and why it is so important and why Christ wants us to pray that the Lord would hasten its coming. But when Jesus commissioned his disciples, he also told them to preach about the kingdom of heaven. Chapter 10, verse 5 through 7. Do not go in the way of the Gentiles. Do not enter any city of the Samaritans, but rather go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Again and again and again. John chapter 3 talks about a conversation between Jesus and Nicodemus. It says, now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Unless someone is born again, they can't enter the kingdom of God. That salvation is a requirement for entering God's kingdom. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven is the theme of Jesus preaching from beginning to end. On the night before his death, Jesus met with his disciples for the last supper. And listen to what he said in Luke 22, verse 14. And when the hour came, he reclined at the table and the apostles with him and He said to them, I I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Verse 28, You are those who have stayed with me in my trials. And I assign to you, as my Father assigned to me, a kingdom that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. A few hours later, Jesus was arrested and brought before Pilate. The story is found in John's Gospel, chapter 18, beginning at verse 33. So Pilate entered his headquarters again and called Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, do you say this of your own accord or did others say it to you about me? Pilate answered, am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priests have delivered you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not from this world. The trial resulted in a verdict of crucifixion. And as Jesus hung on the cross between two criminals, Luke 23 tells us one of the criminals who were hanged railed at him saying, are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him saying, do you not fear God since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we're receiving the due reward for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. The criminal on the cross got it. And when you think about it, that's a really strange thing for a man who's about to die to say to another man who's about to die, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He got it. 
He knew that death was not the end. There was something after death. And he knew Jesus was a king. And he wanted to be a part of Jesus' kingdom. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus died, was buried, rose again. Well, we've run out of time on today's broadcast, but we will come back with more tomorrow at this same time. As you shelter in place, like the rest of us, (laughs) during this unprecedented Easter season, I pray that you are healthy and that you'll pray for us. This is a ministry called Verse by Verse, and we are listener-supported. That means both financially and prayerfully. You can give safely on the website highlands.us. You can also reach us by phone, if you prefer, at 650-873-4095. That's 650-873-4095. If you have something you'd like us to pray specifically about for you, please let us know. We are ministering live each weekend on our website, and the specifics are at highlands.us. I'm Mike Trout. Inviting you back tomorrow when we'll continue our Easter week series and study verse by verse.